Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my repeat guest is Dr. Tom Neglo. If you have listened to any of the shows we've done before, you know that he channels this wonderful entity called Kutumi. And Kutumi is a, a combination of a few people. And he comes through and speaks so beautifully articulate with a wonderful sense of humor and style. And when Tom channels him, he goes to black. Like he doesn't know what's going on. He finds out later what the conversation was about. And Katumi will speak to what we're speaking to at the time. And what we've decided to speak to today is enlightenment. What does enlightenment mean? What does it mean to us? What does it do for us? What do we have to do to get enlightened? How do we use it? Is it just a catchphrase? Is it a state of being? There are so many different perceptions of enlightenment. Now, as I said, we've done many shows together. We did a beautiful one last week with his wife, Shelley, on relationships. Not only was it very, very enlightening, but to see these two, after 49 years of marriage, still snuggling up together is heartwarming. They definitely do practice what they preach. And we've talked on other subjects as well. And please go back and listen to all of them. There's nuggets in every one of them. Now, Tom came about this 30 years ago. And since then, it's Katumi's voice that has come through, wanting to share that wisdom and that knowledge. And they are going to be launching some wonderful platforms of introductory shows onto it and eventually leading up to live channeling, uh, where Katumi will come through for hours and speak to people live, which will be wonderful. That is something that's in the works. Very exciting, isn't it? But here you're going to have a taste of him today. But first, let's get to know Tom again. Hello, Tom. Welcome back. Hi, Sarah. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Always, always, always. It's always a delight to have you and Kutumi here. And with your wife, Shelley, on the side there, your cheering energy there. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Shelley's been on the show with us quite a few times as well. The wonderful couple with, filled with abundant wisdom, so much to learn from them. And that's because they've had the willingness to take the journey, to allow the process, to take them where they need to go, to become the instrument they're meant to be. And they support each other and each one of their journeys and um and and it's a wonderful energy between the two of them that ignites the energy they bring out to us so tell us a little bit about kutumi for people that are joining us for the first time tom well kutumi is the energy of saint francis of assisi uh, pythagoras and the shah jahan shah jahan is the indian leader who built the taj mahal the commonality between those three individuals is the experience and vibration of unconditional love. Now, as I channel, the, the way I channel is I channel the energy, not the personalities, mm -hmm. if you will, or the previous lives of, of these three. Um, for me, channeling is bringing through different energy of the universe as human beings. We take, we take a specific, let's call it a specific vibration or a piece of vibration that is universal energy. And as human beings in our day-to-day -day lives, we use it to be who we are and what we do and all of that. Channeling, uh, what happens is a different piece or a different vibration or frequency is a better word, a uh, different frequency of that universal energy. And as it comes through, I speak from that vibration. I speak from that frequency. It's like turning the, the dials on a radio. You get music, you get rock and roll or jazz or whatever you have as you go through the different frequencies. And it's like that. Um, so as an example, if you were to ask me a question just as I am, uh, I would give you a specific answer. But if you ask that same question to Katumi, 
uh, there would be a different answer based more vibrationally and energetically uh, based on your what's going on with you, uh, the circumstances behind your asking it, and those type of things. So it's a different way of looking at how you have your life, <clears throat> excuse me, what are you creating, and where it is you want to be. And that's, I think, the, the beauty of channeling, is that you get a very different perspective, more towards a vibrational or energetic experience, rather than, you know, our day-to-day -day stuff. Mm. You know, that we grew up with the <clears throat> dial radio, right? So, you know, shifting the dial just to get the right channel right there. And of course, now everything is digital and it goes to specific channels. And I think right. we kind of miss sometimes that in-between channel, which is where we're trying to get to. And it's, it's a question of being in tune, isn't it? Being still enough and in tuned enough to, to know and listen to open up that channel because we're all capable of doing it. We're all capable of channeling, maybe not you know, channeling such masters because you were chosen for that platform, but I call it the knowingness. You know, where knowing what you yeah, need that, to know, when you need to know it, you're just downloading a knowledge that becomes that, so clear and understanding to you that you don't need to validate or verify or justify. It just simply yeah. is. And that's really and that, what channeling is, isn't it? That, that's what I tell people is that we all channel and have that experience. Um, if you've ever had an experience of knowing something when perhaps you don't think you should have, um thinking about somebody said gee i have to call them and 10 minutes later they call you yeah that's all a different use of energy than than we're used to on a day-to-day -day basis you're experiencing a universal connection that seems random the difference between that and what i do is i do it specifically and on purpose and at will yes and it's a practice thing with me yeah um, when I started the channel, I, I started spontaneously. I didn't practice. I didn't go to a teacher or sit on a mountain for, you know, for 20 years. It just <laughs> happened. And in the beginning, it was a little confusing. I knew about channeling and, and seen a couple of channels. Wasn't that impressed with it, quite frankly. <laughs> um, and over time, learned that learn the tool and how to use it to support people in creating and having the kind of lives they want. With channeling, um, like when you turn the radio station to jazz, if, if everybody turns to that same station, they're going to listen to the same jazz because that's what's on. Right. With this, particularly the, the energy of Ketumi addresses you as an individual, your vibration, your energy, your questions. Um, so that's what makes it so specific and so unique is that you're getting what it is you want, both as an understanding, but more importantly, as a vibration, as an energy, as a feeling. And, and of course, our energy signatures are like our DNA. They're unique. Yeah, sure. Sure. And so this is why you can talk to somebody like we're doing now, or you can make a connection with somebody across the world. People say, well, how can people heal people across the world? They're not there in front of them. Well, you know, that energy signature, you pick up on that energy signature, and that is what you're tapping into because everybody has their own energy signature. You don't, unless you are doing a hands-on type treatment, yeah. um, yeah, like a good massage, which I'd love to have right now. <laughs> Sitting in the chair for too long or during this COVID virus. <laughs> um, it's about that connection. And it's the same way as when we meet people and we connect. Oh, right. Yeah, we're on the same vibe. We're on the same wavelength. Your vibrations, your frequencies have connected. And this is then now you can think about that person and suddenly they'll call you. Um, or you may not see each other for a while, and when you do, you're right back into the connection again. It's just those open frequencies of connection, isn't it? And we, and we all do it. We just maybe are not aware that we do it. Yeah, it's, it's more unconscious. It's, well, this is just how life is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And that's good. Making those connections is important. Um, but as far as channeling goes, if you're going to do channeling, if you're going to be, if you want to be a channel, it takes a real 
commitment to clearing yourself. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, over the years, I've been doing this more than 30 years, and I've seen a lot of different information out there. Yeah. You know? And mo more importantly, I look at the person who's delivering it. Are they clear with themselves? Have they done the work that they need to do uh, to be clear in their choices and clear in their support of other people? Right. Yeah, because um, it's rather like when you're you know, going through a funnel, you, know, you want the purity to go through and not be picking up any contaminants along the way and some contaminating thoughts that then come out uh, as, as a truth. But really, it, you've kind of contaminated that truth by yeah. your own issues. So, I mean, when you go into Kathumi, you are blacked out. You're not even present. You don't even know what you're saying until somebody tells right. you later. And I, so, go into a, I go into a complete meditative trance. Mm -hmm. um, I have no recollection. I go to black. Mm -hmm. I have no recollection of what's been said by myself or the people around me. Um, and then I come back. Right. Um, early on, I was a conscious channel. I knew what was going on. I heard myself, although very soon after that, I, I, it was gone. Uh, but uh, pretty quickly, I moved into a, a complete trance. Now, is that frustrating to you? No. Not knowing what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, not at all. Um, because I am left with uh, the experience, if you will, the energy, the feeling of what's gone on, although not the words. Um, and in fact, that, that well, I'm going to call it a disconnection, but that moving out of my body, moving, moving myself aside, uh, has given me a real peace for me. It's, mm. uh, uh, you know, this is not just me going out there. It's also an energy and a feeling that's coming back that has given me a uh, great perspective in life, an understanding and a feeling for myself and other people that has really, really contributed to, uh, to me individually, to our relationship, uh, has helped my healing work. Um, so I'm left with an experience of unconditional love that has really moved me in my life. Well, that unconditional love is peace, isn't it? It's yes. being at peace with self, at peace with one, at peace with, you know, because that's what love is. In, you know, everybody thinks love is just this euphoric thing, the heart beating out of the chest, you know, that is chemistry. And that, that is exuberance. And that is a wonderful high of love that we have, but we can't live or sustain in that particular vibration that loving vibration where you're out on, on, on a beautiful hum, you know, where it's just out there all the time. And that's blanketing and coating and, and embracing everything within its realm is, is just a beautiful breeze that is constantly in flow. Yes. And, and when you experience that, and because unconditional love is not a concept, mm -hmm. it's an experience. And when you're in that experience fully, um, nobody can nobody can knock you off that mark. Right. You're just, you're just right there. And indeed, and this goes a little bit towards enlightenment, you look around you and you can look at what's truly going on and respond to it rather than react to it. Right. And I really think that's the core of enlightenment. Mm-hmm is the not responding with the clarity of what it takes, or not uh, reacting rather, right. but the clarity that it takes to respond to the three-dimensional world, things around you, kids and cars and mm -hmm. spouses and all of that, respond in a way that supports the essential experience of who you are. Yeah, there are some people will look at a forest and just say there's a bunch of trees, they're green. And there's some people in that clarity will see all the different shapes and sizes, ages and wisdom of those trees and all the beautiful multiple shades. And I think it's just a question of that entunement again. You know, when you have that clarity, when you're at that peace with yourself, when you're in that state of love, things are so much more clearer around you. You see things in, in a way where you see the true color, the true depth, the true meaning. Um, you know, it was, 
I was interviewing um, a, a colleague of Shelley's yesterday, Erica, and we were talking about, you know, how the birds right now, you know, just are singing their song and, and we're hearing them so much clearer. And I think that's because in our isolation, in our downtime, we're becoming a little more in tuned. I can go for a walk in the forest and the trees are talking to me. Sometimes I have to ask them to be quiet because they're all talking at once. You know? <laughs> and it's just different levels of vibration of wherever you are and different kind of feelings that you have in that time, you know, where you are. But it's in tunement, isn't it, to get that clarity. If you're not actually in tune to it, you're not going to see it or feel it. Yes. And, you know, if you're walking in the forest and you just see the trees, enjoy the trees. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you're walking in the forest and seeing all of what you have just said, enjoy that as well. Yeah. You I was saying a, a forest is rather like as I have a program that was your view of life and I use the forest as a metaphor, but you know, forest is um, our matrix of life. There are so many different trees out there, all different ages. Some are bent over, some are standing tall, some are laying on the ground, reshooting new trees from its roots. But all of those trees have a wonderful matrix where they reach out to each other, feed each other, support each other. And that forest is protecting each other you know, from up to the skies and down into the roots. And if we decide to join as that matrix, you know, join together instead of always trying to defend something, uh, you know, trying to retaliate, trying to state we're more important than the next person, but literally connect to each other's matrix, each other's vibration, we will understand that we create so much more harmony together, don't we? Certainly, sure. We don't... We don't do it alone. No. Well, we don't do it by ourselves. There are things we can do alone. Yeah. But we don't do it by ourselves. Even if, you know, everybody's been locked up for a month and a half, whatever it is, uh, we're still connected out there. Yeah. And um, in, enlightenment is knowing, feeling the truth of that. Mm-hmm. So the more, the more we expand into what it is we want in our lives, how it is we want to create it, then the more, uh, the more peaceful we become because there's no fight in that. Right, right. No, no effort in that. Right. Resistance is futile. <laughs> well, look, you can, you know, if you, if you have resistance, I think part of enlightenment is realizing what's so. Yeah. So if you have enlightenment, uh, if you have resistance, rather, then have resistance. You know, if you have peace, then have peace. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have joy, have that. If you have conflict, have that. If you're sad, if you're joyful, uh, if you're angry, somebody's mean to you, have that. Yeah. And ask yourself, what am I going to create with this? Right. Because everything that happens, every emotion you have, every thought you have, is all an opportunity to look and see, what am I going to do with this? What am I building with this life? And the more we move towards that, the more enlightened we become. Yeah. The emotions are an indication of, of how we feel or what is happening at the time. And so, you know, why is that emotion there? What am I meant to do with it? But I would say, don't, you know, tap into your emotions, but don't become emotional about them. And we're inclined to become overly emotional, over emotion. You know, why am I feeling angry? What's making me angry? You know, you're feeling angry. Okay, just calm down. Take a look around you. What's making you feel like that today? Don't get so worked up about it because it's there just to kind of point you in another uh, area or just have an, a self-awareness, but it's not something to kind of become dramatic about. Yeah, sure. Uh, again, um, look, look, we're human beings and mm -hmm. we're going to be dramatic about things that we're dramatic about. Yeah, we love drama. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, fine. Okay, you know. Um, so again, what are you going to do with it? It's interesting, mm -hmm. you know, to you and perhaps somebody else around you for only, but only for about maybe two and a half minutes. After yeah. that, it gets kind of boring. Yeah, yeah. But taking that experience, taking that feeling and using it, that puts you over the top. That takes you to where you want to be and why you got frustrated to begin with is that you drop the frustration when you look at 
what am I going to do with this? Okay, it's a very interesting story. You know, you'll tell it to three people and then they'll be bored. <laughs> yeah. You yes. know? So yes. I have this experience and here's what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to go out in the world and do whatever it is, yeah. that, you know, that you've chosen. Let, let it propel you. Yeah, because yeah. that's part of being passionate as human beings. We have these emotions. We have these feelings. Yeah. We have these, the ways that we are. Um, sometimes you can go, okay, calm down and let's see what's going on. Or sometimes you just be in the middle of it and go create it anyway. Right. Exactly. You know? Work with it. Don't work against it. Use it. Um, utilize it. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Shelly, your wife and I did a show on the creativity of sensuality. And a lot of people think sensuality is sexuality, which, yes, it can be a part of that and very authoric. But really, when you are in tune to all of your senses, you really actually under understand the gift of the body. I mean, the spirit and the enlightenment and everything that's in there is going to guide us. But when we're in tune with the body, the touch, the taste, the feel, the the sight, the hearing, um, it is something that when you're tapped into that, that in, in itself heightens um, our, our experience in life. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Um, so, you know, the, the, my advice, <laughs> and I use that word um, with some trepidation because you know everybody's got advice mm -hmm. your perspective but, <laughs> yes um look at what's going on if you want to if you want to have an enlightened life and we'll have i think we'll bring katumi in mm -hmm. shortly to talk about that um if you want to have an enlightened life notice what's around you notice that you're the one who created it mm -hmm. somebody didn't do it to you Although it sure looks that way from time to time. You're the one who created it. And so given you've created it, what have you created it for? What have you created it to do? How are you going to use it? I keep harping on that. Because yep. that's the way we, we achieve enlightenment. Yeah, yes. Everything is a lesson, isn't it? You know, anything, even the things that well, bad happened to you is a lesson. <laughs> well, the thing it is... Can be. It can go, you know, why me, you know, torture this, that, et cetera. Or it can be, ah, shoot, this happened to me. But what am I going to do with it? You know, it's the, it's back to that perspective. You, do you look upon yourself as a victim or hard done by or somebody's out to get you? Or are you looking at like, you know, that was just simply a wrong direction. I've got to pick myself up and, and seek out a different path. You know, and I think that's a lot to do with personality traits on how they see things, a lot to do with upbringing, but and also not a lot to do with the willingness to be open up to see the opportunity before you rather than the victimization against you. Yeah. Um, yeah look, you'll either be at the effect um, re reacting to something or you're going to be responding to it in a way that's productive and creative. And this Those is not to diminish, yeah, yeah, and it's not to diminish anybody's pain. No, no. Pain is absolutely real. But again, it's like, what are you going to do with that pain? Yeah, exactly. Um, look, you may not like it, mm -hmm. but you got it. You created it. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. And achieving enlightenment is answering those questions in each moment of the occurrence. What people talk about be here now. What be here now means is looking and seeing what's going on in the real world, not your perceptions, not your illusions, and moving that occurrence in the direction that you want to create so that you can support yourself and others in, in having what's important and what's real for you. Create your own flow. Don't necessarily go with the flow. Yeah, you are the flow. Yeah. It, you know, it's all you, all of yes. it. Yeah. Like it or not, as the case may be, it's you. Yeah. You know, you're the only, there's an old saying, well, wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. You, know? you can't outrun yourself. <laughs> you yeah. can try. There is no escapism. <laughs> Even if no. you think it is temporarily, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're still there. So what are you going right. to do about it? And that's, you know, that's the, I've been so inspired by people who have gone through some 
extraordinary traumas in life, you know, just unbelievable things that have happened to them that would give them every right to kind of call it quits and go, oh, you know, to have the excuse. And they went through the pain process and, and the, you know, the, the trauma, the everything, but they decided to go through it and go, well, what was this for? How can I use this? What can I teach others? How can I inspire others? And they've all stepped in from that extraordinary pain into something that now is so meaningful and purposeful and enlightening for others. And that's, I mean, it's a test of their strength and their courage and their ability. Um, and, and it's so inspiring, you know, to, to listen to those stories because it tells us that we can get through anything if we choose to. So life is really a lot by choice, isn't it? Yeah, life, it's, it's, all, it's all choice. Mm -hmm. What are you gonna choose? You can choose to suffer if you want to. Um, Shelly and I did for some time. And then we said, you know, this really isn't helpful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't helping us get anywhere. So we looked and looked at what it was we needed to do to move through it, made those choices, and came out the other end and then we said okay now what are we going to do with this of course the only thing you can do is support other people and and be in the world as uh, in that way what what else are you, what else are you going to do with you what do you why do you want to heal the self well you heal the self well you won't feel better that's good but what are you going to do with that yeah exactly. what are you going to do with your enlightenment um, when you realize that you're really moving in that direction and it's becoming real. Mm -hmm. Well, it only becomes really real until you bring it into the world and use it yep. in some way. The best teachers are those that have gone through the lessons in life. Yeah. You know, and it's not like, yeah. well, I went through this lesson and it doesn't compare to your lesson. It's not about comparison. It's not about competition. It's about experience. You know, um, people will relate to a certain story that someone is saying it's touched them maybe it's a parallel to their story maybe it's something the feeling that's provoked and that is a feeling they're feeling through how did that person get through it where did they find that strength and courage what did it mean and it helps propel you forward to that enlightenment of your own journey your own purpose in life because ultimately that's what we're here to discover isn't it what is our why what are we here to do and who are we here to serve yeah yeah, very simply put. Uh, I think it's a good time to bring Katumi in. Right. And, and uh, let people know now that you're going to be quiet for a few moments while you take a yep. breath and, and go into that. So there'll be silence for a few moments and then we will have the delight of Katumi. Yes. And you'll see uh, my face will change. Um, and uh, you'll see Katumi. I'll drop my head and Katumi will come through uh, just a moment after <clears> that. So I will see you later. Mm-hmm. Day to you, my dear. And Delight how are to you? Back. Such I'm, a fine day that this is. I am doing wonderful. Thinking wonderful to have you back here again. You're very good. So let us speak for a bit about uh, achieving um, peace, achieving wholeness, achieving one with the experience of the universe, universal energy and the vibration that it is within the human being, you see. Mm -hmm. What is achieving peace? Some may think achieving peace is being quiet, sitting alone, having no problems. Some will think that peace has to be worked on to get. You have to do something to be peaceful. Well, if you are doing something to be peaceful, guess what you are not doing? You are not being peaceful. <laughs> If you are wondering how to become peaceful, you will never be able to achieve peace 
because you are doing something to become peaceful, you see. Peace is the experience of wholeness, of oneness. Not only is it calm within the body, but a natural calm, not a calm that you go and do something about. Okay, I am going to sit and meditate and be calm. Well, that is not the purpose of meditation, is to be calm. The purpose of meditation is to let go of all the ideas that keep you from experiencing yourself, you see. This is an easy thing to say, but a bit more difficult to do. Because in letting go and becoming peaceful, truly peaceful, the vibration of universal energy, you see, is the product of letting go of everything. Letting go of your ideas, letting go of your judgment, letting go of your thinking, although you will think. But by letting go, we mean not being succumbed to it. Mm -hmm. Not forcing anything that we have to do, you see. For the most part, human beings succumb to their circumstances now. Some will say, well, I am not uh, the circumstance. I refuse to be that. So I am not this. Well, if you're not this, then you are succumbing to a different circumstance that perhaps to you looks better than the first circumstance. But you are at the effect of it nonetheless, you see. So it almost sounds like it's impossible to achieve this peace but yet it is not. First step is to realize that what you have put around you keeps you from peacefulness. The circumstances, the thinking, the ideas, the illusions, all of these things you have put around you to keep you from being peaceful. Even the notion that you can do something to be peaceful. To be peaceful, you must do nothing, you see. And by nothing, we do not mean sitting about on some log, <laughs> looking out and just seeing things. That is doing something that is not nothing. You are involving yourself in an action to avoid something else. That is not peace. That is reacting, you see. So, how to achieve this peacefulness? One achieves peacefulness by engaging in the things necessary to realize that you are already the vibration of peace within. My goodness, what a shocking thing to say. <laughs> you mean you are already peace? Yes, <laughs> we mean you are already peace. But I do not feel peaceful. That's because you are looking for it. You are looking to achieve peacefulness rather than being peacefulness, you see. You look out in the world and you say, oh, this is not okay with me. Or this I like and this I don't like. All of this is interesting, but perhaps only to you. Peace is the experience of the vibration of the universe as unconditional love within. Mm -hmm. That is what true peace is. Now you can go into your work and be peaceful. You can go into your relationship and be peaceful. Or you can sit on a log and be peaceful. You see? Because when you have that vibration of universal energy, that when it is experienced within the human being, is expressed as unconditional love, when you have that truly, mm -hmm. then peace is already there, you see? So you cannot achieve peace, you must uncover the peace that you are already. And so, 
how do you do this? Ah, that is the question, yes? Yeah. The first step in achieving this type of unconditional love and peace is to notice what is about you and do not judge it. Mm. Notice what it is and how it is. The more you do this, the easier it becomes to find its peace and ultimately enlightenment. Now, are you going to judge things? Of course you are, you are a human being mm -hmm. and you will judge. So to say, do not judge, very difficult for human beings to do. However, what you can do is notice that you are in judgment of a thing and a thing and release it. Mm -hmm. Do not react to it or do not even respond to it. Just notice that it is there. Do not do anything about the judgment. Just have it as a human experience and then let it go, let it fly away. You see? And so in doing this, the less you judge things, the more you connect with unconditional love and the more enlightened you become until the point at which all things are one. Whether you like them or not makes no difference, they're one. You are one with each other, human beings. You are one with the animals, you are one with stones, you are one with earth, you are one with stars. In fact, you are particles of stars, you see? And so all things coming together bring to you this enlightenment of oneness. As it is experienced within the human being, as unconditional love in God's love in the vibration of who you are. So there is no difference, you see. Now, what happens when you do judge? Well, you judge. Say, oh, I'm judging again. And release it once again and keep doing this and doing this and doing this until it is automatic. You see. Now, there are things that you like and do not like, yes. There are things that work for you and do not work for you, given what it is you wish to create. If you see something you do not like, you do not have to judge it. Simply don't do it. Don't apply it to what it is you are creating, you see? So as you move in this path, then you are moving closer to the universal energy and unconditional love that is the universe. And so, upon the questions in this time. Ah, yes, a big one on the judgment versus accountability. Uh, there are many in the world that cannot defend themselves, that are innocents, and misdoings are done against them. And we don't want to judge the action or judge the person, but hold accountable the action. Can yes. one still do that? within the state of love, holding people accountable for what they do in harming others. Yes, well, uh, the society depends on the respecting of others. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens when someone does not do this? Well, you do not have to be mean to them, but it is perhaps necessary to remove them from a society in which they can harm. Not only are you doing society a favor by doing this, removing them, but you are doing them as well, you see, because they ultimately are having great difficulty, great self-judgment, although it may not be obvious. Yes, yes. Inside, this is what is occurring, but they're in conflict. But because they are in conflict does not mean others have to be subjected to their conflict, you see. Right. So it's quite appropriate to put them in a place where they are no longer 
conflicting the human uh, condition. Or, you know, many of the time we understand that people who are already hurt, who already have felt pain, inflict pain upon others because they know nothing else. So, yes, we can put people away, but who help people understand that they are loved and they are love and they can release their pain and not inflict it upon others is the way that we would love to go. But sometimes it's not always possible, but for many, a soul can be saved in a way of stepping into love when we show them how. Yes. And also the person in this condition must also choose. Yes. Yes. So, and even if they are having some uh, thinking or mental difficulty, that unconditional love is there. And what you can help them with is tapping into it as much as they're willing to. You see. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another question for you, Kajumi. Um, enlightenment, or finding that peace and that self-love and being at one, um, people often treat as if it's like um, an academic lesson. In, in a lot of ways, there's nothing academic about it whatsoever. It is a divine intellect between your soul, your heart, and your spirit that then allows your mind to know what it needs to know when it needs to know it, that knowingness. Do you find that many people find a conflict in finding this peace within them because they're trying to be too academic about it rather than allowing it to happen? Yes, certainly, because... Uh, let us use this very simple example. You are uh, going to leave the house and go somewhere. And you cannot find your keys. <laughs> so you keep looking for them. And you look and you look and you look, you see. And then sometimes later, you realize they have been in your hands the whole time. <laughs> yes. Or the glasses <laughs> on the head. Yes. <laughs> yes. So what is happening here? You are looking something at, for something that you already have. Mm-hmm. How can you possibly find something that you already have outside of yourself? Mm-hmm. And so it is with the experience of the self, with peace, with the unconditional love within. The idea that you can go somewhere to get it is silly. Yeah. Because you cannot get what you already have. What you have to do is look down, open your hands and go, oh, they were there the whole time. Which means what you do is you do not try to find enlightenment. You discover enlightenment is already who you are. It's about igniting it, isn't it? You know, um, this is the reason why sometimes we look for inspiration elsewhere from other people who have made the journey before us. We're looking for that to be ignited, switched on with our, within us. There's a lot of people who desire this, but it's the always the how. Well, I'm allowing, I'm allowing what happens. But when you tap into somebody else's beautiful vibration and a journey that so inspires you, it rises up your own frequency and, and switches you on to then understanding how and allowing to make it happen. Yes, it reminds you of who you are already. Mm-hmm. You see, that is the idea of a guru. Yeah. What does a guru teach? A guru teach who you are. A guru keeps telling you, you are already enlightened. Mm-hmm. But of course, a student cannot hear it because they are looking at the guru as something special or different. The guru knows he is not. Right. Right. See? So, what is the definition of a guru, of a master? A master is simply someone who's been doing it longer than you have. Yes. We've mastered it. (laughs) You are already your own guru. You are already your own master. Now, go find the pathway to experiencing this and experiencing your own enlightenment. How do you do this? By being in the world. We have said before, not sitting on a log, (laughs) but Mm. being in the world with this vibration of unconditional love, you see, and being with others. The Buddhist monks say, when I don't know who I am, I serve you. 
when I know who I am, I am you. Mm, nice, nice one. Pretty good. Yes, pretty one more good. question, please. Our children today, we call them, many of our children, the indigo children, because they seem to be already so in tuned, you know, already so innovative and creative and wise, supposedly beyond their years. We're also seeing this in our animal kingdom. They're showing us how to love one another, no matter the species. Do you feel a vibration out there right now where through our children, through nature, through our animal kingdom, there is a rising up of frequency that's inviting us adults? Yes, the, uh, in fact, the vibration of the universe is increasing altogether. Mm -hmm. You see? Yeah. Um, the stars are vibrating at a different level. Uh, the planets, all of this, uh, the particles and all of this. Uh, the reason that we are seeing things that we have not been able to see before is the speeding up of energy in general. So, of course, the younger ones will have more of this um, more common, more uh, uh, earlier uh, energy within them. Uh, by earlier, I mean um, uh, more current in yeah. the time. Yeah. So they more are aware used of it. more with the current energy vibration. And so it appears to us, uh, the others who are a bit older, that there's something different. But to them, it is natural. They are just yes. doing what they are doing, you see. And so we can look at this change in the world. We can experience the faster uh, vibration that we are engaged in as older human beings that you are. And say, what is this feeling? And again, as we have said before, what do I create with it? How do I support the children in creating greatly from this new energy, you see? And how to do this is watch them and support them, you see, in what it is and how it is they wish to create their lives. And learn from them. There's so much to learn from them. It's a reminder for ourselves. To yes. stop looking out, to start looking in. The simplicity of the way they look at life is the simplicity. We can look at our own lives. We choose the complexity. Yes. <laughs> we can we let the complexity notice, go. Notice the children. Yes. Yes. And let them be supported by you and encourage them. And they will come to a great time. Right. Very good. Thank yes. you so much for your wonderful wisdom uh -oh. again. And we look forward to the next time. So, my dear, until the next of our coming, peace to you in this time. To you too. And we welcome back, Tom. Hi. <laughs> well, I will tell you, you were very wise, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be a wise guy. <laughs> <laughs> the double entendre there. Yeah. Um, I, I love a lovely, you know, just the thing is what we keep coming back to is that we want to academic everything. You know, we want to complex everything. We feel that being human beings, we have to be superior to all other races and species. And so therefore we must be complex. And really when everything boils down to it, it is about the simplicity the, the simple entunement, the simple allowing, the simple connecting and not, you know, not living in our heads of what we think should be, but allowing our hearts, souls and spirits to guide us to what we really are. Yes. And also um, clearing, clearing the body to a place where you can have those vibrational experiences rather than think about. Mm. Now, the reason that human beings are so successful as animals is we are the best at noticing patterns, applying those patterns to our lives, and passing those patterns down to, uh, to our children. Mm -hmm. So that thinking is necessary for, as a survival mechanism, good to have, but how we use it is what's important. Yeah. How we take that thinking and uh, mesh it with our experience, with our um, uh, our humanity, our spirituality, and our connection with each other. So 
there are indeed things to do as human beings. Yeah. Yeah. With the foundation of being that creative energy, uh, being an expression of ourselves, of who we are, as we discover and uncover that, um, and then bringing it into the world um, and, and creating what's supportive for all of us. Yeah, Excite. it's exciting, you know, and, and you know, um, Kutumi mentioned about the higher vibration in the universe, which is, is in turn uh, turning our volumes up. I've been saying this for such a long time. They've been turning it up slowly, 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 a little bit more and more and more. And, you know, we're seeing it in our children. We're seeing it in our animal killing. We're seeing more and more people awaken now. I, I'm not quite sure what's going on, but my sensory, you know, my experience, the way I'm seeing things is different. And it's almost like watching a flower come into bloom and open up. So, we're also seeing a lot of disruption and a lot of chaos. And that's, we always see that in time of change and in time of, of new growth, because what does not serve us anymore has to be disrupted. So when people look at what's going on in the world and they go, well, how can the world will have peace with all of this? Remember, we are the peace that we bring to the world. And yeah. it's that choice that yeah. we have, and we can be the flower that opens up in bloom, or, you know, we can be part, you know, of the, the wind that blows it away, it's up to us. Yes, chaos creates not knowing. Yeah, yeah. And the beauty in not knowing is it gives you a tremendous openness, a tremendous opportunity to really create. Because when we create in what we know, uh, then we're going to create more of what we know, like it or not. Yes. You have no choice. It's that blank canvas. When we, when we begin to create and not knowing, yeah. then it, there's, a, there's a whole road open to us. Now the, the objective is to look out into the world from your own experience, your own vibration, and then notice what's going on and bringing that energy into the world. And when you do that consistently, you're enlightened. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, it's let's stop chasing our tails. <laughs> you know? you know, it's, yeah. it's find the peace within the chaos. You are the peace in the chaos. There's always a center point. Be the center, right? Right, exactly. And um, that's, you know, again, that's the thing. Create from who you are. Yeah. And really, if there's a central theme with, with Kitumi, and uh, he talks about it quite a bit, is that first experiencing, discovering energetically the feeling of who you are, mm -hmm. that's the beginning place. Yeah. That's the foundation. From there, um, uh, everything grows. Your passion comes from there. Right. Your experience of who you are and your, who you are around others Come from comes from there, um, so that's that's the job. Yes, to cover who we are. As the Beach Boys would say, "What are our good, good, good vibrations?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I think maybe their good vibrations come, came from uh, uh, from Dow Chemical. But that's the whole it enlightened them. But that's actually kind of a point because a lot of great music came out of the 60s and 70s through chemical enlightenment. Uh, and it was yeah. almost a force into, into experiencing something, you know, before the natural state of being. But I think what it did show and inspire is that there is another realm to live in another dimension to live in rather than the one yes. that we were in at the time. So however it came about, it was something that opened up our door to there's something else out there. Yeah, it did. It did break open um, that, that feeling and experience that there's more than just, uh, you know, what we have here. The humdrum. Yeah. 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 The 60s, 60s came out of very, very difficult wars. Yes, yes. Um, and as those wars receded into the background, I think, is that really gave us an opportunity to get out of our own survival, physical survival, and go and look at what else is available. Right. 
yeah, my, my old saying what the universe gave me, the universe is here to shake us up, to wake us up, to step it up and change it up. Well, that's been going on for a long time, but every now and again, the volume goes up higher. Do you yeah. hear me now? <laughs> and I think that's what we're getting right now, right? It's the loudspeaker. Yeah. <laughs> and we can either accept that, tap yeah. into it and use it. Yes. Um, or we can resist it and just cause more chaos in our lives. Right. We have, we have that choice and we are that powerful. Yes, yes. I mean, never underestimate the gift of who you are and what you're here to do and what you can do. You know, we hear it over and over again, which I'm sure you've done shows on this, you know, on health, you know, how people cure themselves of cancer. Well, cancer sure. we know is an 80% emotional disease in the first place. But, you know, if that power and that will it, when it's strong enough and the energy is strong enough, you know, it's disease is dis-ease within the body, mind, heart, and soul. And when you bring all of that ease back into one again, it can equilibrium everything back into good health. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had a dream about that last night of a, of somebody who had created or discovered a particular tone that was low that literally went after all of the virus cells the bad ones, and uh, just sucked them into nothing. And it was not a high-pitched sound. It was a low one, like a, an all-encompassing hum. And it... I don't know if it's wishful thinking or whether it's happening out there, but I saw it. <laughs> so there's always an answer to everything, though, isn't there? There's always a solution. It's our willingness to discover it or look for it or allow it to happen. Well, that's, that's the thing, allowing it to happen. Mm -hmm. um, you have to be, first you have to be willing to, and you have to be willing to let go of all the things that you think you know. Yeah. It doesn't mean becoming ignorant, but it means letting go of the illusions that we have that keep us in place. Yeah. Yes. Yes, very much so. Illusions, yes. Um, yeah, it's always what we think we want rather than what we know we need. You know, it's, it's um, that desire from the exterior side of it instead of the interior. You know, um, I have a desire to, to do something and I'm, I am you know, on that wind, on that cloud to, to achieve it. But when I achieve it and how I achieve it is out of my hands. I have to go with the wind and it will happen as it's meant to happen when it's meant to happen. But we don't always like to let go of that control, do we? Yeah, looking into what's real. Yeah. Looking into what's so. And then again, responding to those things from the place of knowing who you are. Yeah. And bringing those things to a place where you can use them yeah. and uh, bring it into the world. And by that, I mean, uh, take action. Yes. Do something. Actionism. Yes. Nothing happens if you're sitting on the, you know, on the butt, <laughs> the double butt. Yeah. But, 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 and but, <laughs> it's, it's just start putting one foot in front of the other. Start taking the journey, you know, no blinkers, open up, be aware. And that journey itself is your experience of life that will propel you forward to where you're meant to go. Stop looking yeah, for the manual. If, yeah, if you're stuck, do something. Yes, anything. But don't exactly. stay, don't because stand in the quicksand. Where, <laughs> you don't know where it's going to lead no. you. No. You may not even know why you're doing it. Right. Um, but do something and you will, you will find the way when you're passionate about it and when you become clear. Take some work, yes. but it's there. It's that self-discovery, right? You know, when you make that discovery and you go, aha, okay, I like this, you know? And I think, you know, one of the, what is your five-year goal? What are your plans? You know, um, what is your, you know, you're driving for it. What are you doing every day to make it happen? And it's like, you know, it's chill, man, chill. You know, <laughs> first paint the blueprint of what you desire. Actually, yeah, this is too intense. You know, yeah. it's paint a picture of how you would like to feel. And, you know, how, what you would like to go, how you'd like to feel about it. Give it up to the universe and then take one step in front of the other every day. And it will lead you to what you need to do with that to manifest it into action. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. again, even if you don't know, do something. You, yes. You, it'll come. Yes. 
it will lead you that powerful yes oh yeah yeah and and no experience is bad even if it's a bad experience it's there for a reason and you know when you bank it and you look back on it and you draw from it you know that's that's that wonderful encyclopedia that we become of experience and we're always going to draw from it at some point where it's going to be you know the understanding of of what what it was there for and why you need it at that moment so yeah, like you know, we've said it before, you're either going to like it or not like it. Yeah. doesn't make any difference. Well, perhaps to you a little bit. Yeah. But like it or not like it, what are you going to create with it? Right. Right. And that's, that's the bottom line. If you keep asking yourself that and keep pursuing that, your enlightenment, your wisdom, who you are will come. The creativity is always in the, the taking the step forward in a belief and allowing and always from the heart right if you always come from the heart you can't go wrong yep when you know who you are all you can do is be in the heart right exactly and it's a nice place to be isn't it (laughs) yeah i like it (laughs) i like it too (laughs) much happier here so we've done other shows before so people go to selfdiscoverymedia.com and all they have to put in is dr shelley and tom negolo and they'll see all of the shows that they've done with me right there but how do people get hold of you and what services are you offering them well there's several things that both shelley and i do they can get a hold of me uh, by going to uh, emailing tom negolo n-e-g-e-l-o-w uh, at gmail.com um, our uh, direct line is 678-828-9145. And we have a, um, a group on Facebook, uh, The Voice of Unconditional Love. That's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they can look at what's on that page and join and become part of it. Um, on that page, I'm going to be posting channelings, uh, mini channelings, kind of like what we did here from time to time, uh, talking about various subjects, uh, relationship, enlightenment, like we talked about here, um, how, to, you know, how to really start to express yourself and be who you are in the world. We'll talk about those things. Um, and you work one-on-one with people? We do, I do one-on-one channelings, Yes. As, as well as the healing work I do, which we haven't really talked much about, called cellular energy releasing. It's body work. Uh, the, 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 uh, the reason we, we do, I do that is to support people in letting go of the things, both in their bodies and their uh, emotional bodies and the physical body, to release what doesn't work for them. Right. So they can be more clear uh, in their lives and be more creative without the uh, holdings and barriers and the things that we all have accumulated over the years. Right. Well, that's obviously another show that we need to do. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we do relationship work. Shelly and I yes. do relationship work, both individually and with couples. We usually work together because this way you get an experience from both sides uh, of a relationship. Um, and we did a wonderful show on that. Please, folks, go and listen to it. Lots, lots, lots yeah. to learn there. And both Shelly and I do um, business relationship work. Folks who, um, who want to be supported in clearing up the relationships in business and letting go of the things that prevent them from re- really relating in the business world, mm-hmm. which can be daunting sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we do all that. Shelly has a Power of Women seminar, which is it's just an amazing seminar for women. Um, and I do coaching with men, uh, with men's issues and problems. And uh, so we do all those things. And again, they can email me and, uh, you know, I'll get a hold of them or Shelly will. Um, and uh, we'll support them right. whatever we can. Right, Tom Negolo at gmail.com. Yes. And as I said, uh, all, you know, all of your information and sites and everything else are right here you know, on uh, your show posting here on Self-Discovery Media. And of course, we will be doing more shows. And I know that you've got a lovely new platform that's going to be coming up in the future. Yes. Um, you know, getting you out there more because I think we're at a time period 
where this isn't just like a specialty anymore. People are, you know, what is channeling? Can I channel? Or, you know, how do I listen to channeling? How does it guide me? And, and people are asking for something more. And so they're opening up more to actually understanding. And it's not, oh, a bunch of hooey. No, there's more to this than that. You know, and I want to know what it is. So the more shows we do on this, the more we open up people's minds, you know, and just allow <laughs> that lovely word again allow allow it to come in allow it to sit uh, and allow yourself to step into action because really that's what it's all about isn't it yeah just really soaking in the vibration of unconditional love yeah yeah and love has no condition it is pure it is a pure energy there isn't like hate and love love is love love is all there is <laughs> So Tom, so wonderful having you back here again and definitely we'll have to do that health show and uh, I always look forward to, to having you on and as with Shelley, both of you are absolutely divine creatures and I love having you on here with all your wonderful energy um, right. and uh, you know, look forward to wherever else we're going and please folks go back and listen to the other shows with, with Shelley and I, with the two of them on the relationships with Tom and I before and obviously there's going to be more to come down the road here um, and tune in, listen in this just and open yourself up when you do don't come in here with any preconceived ideas um any judgment just open up and allow allow the words and the energy and the loving vibration to embrace you because this is where it comes from and allow it to ignite something within you that sets you on your journey your beautiful self-discovery of your own unconditional love so thank you so much Great. tom thanks for having me till next time folks Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.